That princess or holy sage will be just the type you have been thinking of in your heart for all these long years. She will soon be yours and will serve you to your heart's content. So I'd like to follow in the footsteps of Sreshwar Prabhu, and I'd like to give a name to my class. <laughs> and the name of this particular class is going to be Krishna's Unsurpassed Kindness. No one can equal Krishna and his kindness towards all. And Atul, who I'm named after, is also a name for Krishna. It means unsurpassed. So Atul Krishna means the unsurpa- unsurpassed Lord in all good qualities, all opulence. And that includes kindness, the kindness of Krishna. But actually, whether uh, directly Krishna is... Um, kindly bestowing blessings on the living entity, or indirectly. In every case, he is um, serving every living entity in existence as his, his eternal sons and daughters, his parts and parcels. We tell the Christians, when we preach to them, we are all sons and daughters of God. And they agree with that. So we try to find points of uh, a mutual agreement. And still oftentimes it's difficult to preach because they, uh, they can't see that we have the same message, the same exact message of, of God's goodness and his greatness and surrender and love to Jesus as Father, <coughs> the Supreme Person. So uh, in, in terms of coming to this world, we are baffled by the external energy. And Sridhar Prabhupada refers this to the deluding kindness of Durga. The deluding kindness uh, of Durga is so many blessings in the form of profit, fame, distinction, adoration, uh, gross and subtle uh, gratification of our senses, our mind and senses. And this deluding kindness is there because we prodded Krishna to fulfill our desires in such a way. So because we uh, nagged Krishna to enjoy separate from him, to be godlike, like Sri Prabhupada gave the example of a child continues to nag the parents, if they continue in this way without giving up, with firm determination, the parents may give in, even if there's a consequence. And this means that we have to learn the hard way. And we remember as children, there's so many experiences where we had to learn the hard way. So just like that in this world, uh, being eternal children of God, we're being given this facility to enjoy separate from Krishna, and we're being bewildered by the deluding kindness of Durga, who's Krishna's representative in this world, to present so many different fascinating attractions before our mind and pull us um, in unlimited directions that uh, simply <clears throat> spin us into a whirlwind of confusion and suffering. And <clears throat> 
Krishna's kindness is that he doesn't allow us to remain trapped in this place. He doesn't allow us to perpetually be in a state separate from our natural state, which is eternal servants of Krishna. Jivara Svupoy Krishnara Nichadas. Jivara Tatastasati Veda Veda Prakash. The eternal separated parts and parcels of Krishna. Krishna is allowing us to enjoy in this world, but at the same time, uh, giving us the opportunity to purify our consciousness and lift us up in this world of birth and death. And <clears throat> we can see here that uh, Kadam Muni, he wasn't, he wasn't requesting something from Krishna or approaching Krishna in the way that a materialistic religion has to approach Krishna, although it may, it may seem that way. There's different ways that we can try to obtain our heart's desire in this world. And one way is to completely forget God and simply pursue um, taking advantage of the external energy. And this is called uh, criminal activity. It's called, uh, Prabhupada said, we all are, are thieves in this world. Taking what's not ours. And this particular way of fulfilling our desire um, is the worst possible way. Another way is to approach God, which is pious. And we can approach God for all of our, all the blessings, all the desires of our heart. And God being very kind upon us um, because of our firm determination to continue to enjoy in this world, he fulfills those desires. Another way, and a better way to approach God, is to, uh, to take advantage of the opportunity to please, to please the Supreme Lord. What does he want from us? So in performing our duty, when we, when we follow carefully the instructions of Krishna, this following of instructions and meditating on the instructions of Krishna is non-different than meditating on the Supreme Lord himself. So in Kardam Muni, when he's meditating on having a good wife, this was his duty in this world as an offering to Lord Krishna. His duty in this world was to create progeny. And he wanted to do it in such a way that it pleased the Lord. So in the same way Arjuna, Arjuna ultimately, his, his success was based on the fact that he selected to be with Krishna on Krishna's side. And at the same time, he surrendered to Krishna's instructions. And when he realized that the order of the Supreme Lord was to fight the battle of Kurukshetra, at that point, um, everything was pure devotional service. So when Arjuna was meditating on how to kill the enemy, when he was trying to find strategic ways to kill his grandfather Bhishma and Dronacharya and all those on the side of Duryodhana and the Kauravas, as he was meditating on these details of the battle, that meditation is fully on Krishna. So as Kardam Muni is meditating on a good wife, it's not like the conditioned souls 
meditating on a woman for sense gratification. It's a much different quality than that. He's meditating on having a good wife in order to please God. This meditation on having a saintly life is pure devotional service. Just like when Arjuna was meditating on the strategy of the battle. In the same way, because Krishna is absolute, as we meditate on Krishna's service, in this case, in the form of a good wife, or Kardamuni, this was pure devotional service, non-different than Krishna. Sometimes uh, we may think that uh, always thinking of Krishna means that we can't focus on our uh, daily tasks and obligations. But because, uh, just, just for example, if we wanted to please our, our dear friend, and we knew that the friend wanted us to um, cook a wonderful meal, as we, as we make the trip to the store, and we're picking out all the ingredients, we're trying to find the perfect dish, we're in anxiety over whether the, the food is going to burn. All these details, this is all done out of love and affection for our friend. So that meditation on the details of the service is non different than meditating on that person because that's what the person wants. That's the person's desires. So we can understand that this way that Kardam was approaching Krishna was very pure and very wonderful. And our, our service can take so many different forms. But the idea about a devotee is that they're not caught up in the dualistic pursuits of this world. They're not bewildered by the impermanent suffering and happiness. There's nivriti mark and there's vritti mark. Nivriti means... Sometimes we have to do austerities, penance, and sacrifices to please God. Pravritti means sometimes we have to be in the Grihasta Ashram, pleasing God in that way. See? But the idea is, is that in both cases, uh, a devotee transcends because a devotee, whether doing sacrifice or in enjoyment, either case, they're doing everything to please God. So they're not subdued by this idea of, for my personal happiness and suffering. Like uh, there's uh, some different pastimes of the six Goswamis. And uh, Sanatana Goswami, sometimes he would collect water from the streams and the rivers. And sometimes there would be tigers. So at a particular point, he, he prayed to Krishna for protection. So Rupa Goswami, he said, why are, you, why are you bothering Krishna? There's no need to bother Krishna in this world. He said, why don't you go ahead and make a hut so that you're protected. In this way, you don't have to request Krishna for protection. Then in another instance, Rupa Goswami wanted to cook a wonderful meal for Sanatana Goswami. And he couldn't find very... Um, he couldn't find the ingredients that he needed to make the type of offering he wanted. So Radharani herself 
actually provided, supplied the ingredients for Rupa Goswami. So Rupa Goswami cooked this wonderful, delicious, opulent meal for Sanat Goswami, presented it before him. And Sanat Goswami said, where did you get all these ingredients? And uh, Sri Rupa Goswami said, well, Srimati Radharani actually herself came and provided these. And, and, and Sanatana Goswami said, we should be serving Radharani. Radharani shouldn't be serving us. Why did you accept these ingredients? Now, this is a, a, a very elevated mood of devotion. And you can see how uh, these transcendental brothers are deepening deep one, one another's connection to Krishna. So actually, um, as is said here, and Prabhupada is pointing out, for all of our desires to be satisfied, we only need to approach Krishna. Krishna can satisfy all our desires. But Krishna is fully conscious of those desires, and he knows what we need. Krishna knows exactly what we need, he knows what's best for us, and he knows how ultimately we'll have the, the greatest happiness. Like I was reading an example, uh, I think actually a Mahatma Prabhu was talking about suffering. He's saying, it, it, what happens when you're, when you're sitting down and you feel uncomfortable? What do you do? You move to another place that's comfortable. So any discomfort in this world, uh, any frustration in this world, is God's grace, God's kindness. Sometimes people think God isn't kind, God is cruel. Look at what goes on, look at the suffering around us. But all these things are, are there in the perfect system of justice, in the perfect system of God's proudiness towards fully taking shelter of Him and thereby giving us unlimited happiness that is intrinsic to who we are as souls. This is His kindness in the form of His deluding energy, not allowing us to find uh, permanent comfort in this world. <clears throat> He doesn't allow for that because, because he wants our highest good. Um, <clears throat> now, as we as we deepen our connection to Guru and Krishna, we cleanse the heart of more anartas, of more unwanted attachments, and, and greater and more subtle details. And we must become conscious of these things to see clearly, to pick them out and remove them. Just like in the, in the cleansing of the Gundita temple. Uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was cleansing the temple, setting an example of the perfect devotee, he had the biggest pile of dirt, bigger than all the other devotees. They were scrubbing the ceilings, the walls, the floors, on their hands and knees. Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu was using his own cloth, his own dhoti, to, to wash the floor vigorously. And he was making a competition that all the little dhotis, who could have the biggest pile of dirt? And he would praise those who were working fervently. And he would chastise those who were slacking off like that. So in such a way, Lord Jaitanya set the example of how to clean the heart, how to purify the heart. And when they, they threw the, the dirt outside, he said, throw it far away from the entrance, because the wind could blow it back in. So in this way, such a pure soul like Kardam Muni, 
when he's meditating on a good wife, he, he is anyabilasitas in yamgyana kamari navrita. He, he has no desire for his personal gratification. He's doing it as a service to Krishna. Krishna, knowing what's best for him, knowing the purity of his endeavor, although he humbly prays to the Lord and says, actually, this is just, this is just my anartas. He prays like that. But the Lord says, no. He says, someone as pure as you never has to experience frustration. A devotee such as yourself no frustration is, is, is ever present. I've already arranged for you the perfect wife, the saintly wife that will satisfy you to your heart's content in this Grihashta Ashram and allow you to make progressive steps towards your goal, which is pure love of me. So this purity of Kardamuni is what we are endeavoring to uh, cultivate through Krishna consciousness, and there's a particular purport by Srila Prabhupada where he is talking about uh, cleansing the heart in reference to uh, Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu cleansing the Gundic temple. And he talks about these subtle desires that creep in. So, by his practical example, Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu has shown us that all the grains of sand must be picked up thoroughly and thrown outside. Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu also cleansed the outside of the temple, fearing that the grains of sand would again come within. In this connection, Sri the Bhati Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur explains that even though one may become free from the desire for fruit of activity, sometimes the subtle desire for fruit of activity again comes into being within the heart. One often thinks of conducting business to improve devotional activity. But the contamination is so strong that it may later develop into misunderstanding, described as kuti nata, fault finding, and patishtasha, the desire for name and fame and for high position. Jiva hingsa, envy of other living entities. Nisid hachara, accepting things forbidden in the shastra. Kama, desire for material gain. And puja, hankering for popularity. The word kutinata means duplicity. As an example of pratishtasha, one may attempt to imitate Sri Haridas Thakur by living in a solitary place. One's real desire may be for name and fame. In other words, one thinks that fools will accept one to be as good as Haridas Thakur just because one lives in a solitary place. These are all material desires. A neophyte devotee is certain to be attacked by other material desires as well, namely desires for women and money. In this way, the heart is again filled with dirty things and becomes harder and harder, like that of a materialist. Gradually, one desires to become a reputed devotee or an avatar incarnation. Now, later on in this particular chapter, Krishna uh, again exposes his unlimited kindness in the form of his mercy. So he says, The Supreme Personality of Godhead is so kind to the conditioned souls, that if they call upon him by speaking his holy name, even unintentionally or unwillingly, the Lord is inclined to destroy innumerable sinful reactions in their hearts. Therefore, when a devotee who has taken a shelter of the Lord's lotus feet chants the holy name of Krishna with genuine love, the Supreme Personality of Godhead can never give up the heart of such a devotee. 
One who has thus captured the Supreme Lord within his heart is to be known as Bhagavad Pradhan, the most exalted devotee of the Lord. So in reference to the Gundicha pastime, it's described that we, when we cleanse the heart, Krishna can sit there very nicely. We create a throne, a seat for the Lord, and he can take a shelter within. When we, he does so, Krishna will never abandon the heart of that devotee. And in that way, because of the firm shelter, the lotus feet of Guru and Krishna, Krishna will give, based on his kindness, exactly what we need to make progress in spiritual life, even if it seems difficult. And Bala Bhadra Bhattacharya, he pleased the Lord through his simplicity and his kindness. What did Bala Bhadra Bhattacharya do? Balabhadra Bhattacharya facilitated the Lord on his journey back to Vrindavan. This is the same mood of Jagannath Ratyatra. That the residents of Vrindavan came to Dwarka and they wanted to bring Krishna back to Vrindavan. In that, in that sweet mood that isn't available in the big cities. And in the same way, Balabhadra Bhattacharya he didn't do very much, actually. But because what he did was with a pure heart and it facilitated the Lord's mood of going back to Vrindavan, the Lord told Balabhadra Bhattacharya, he says, I am extremely happy. And why am I extremely happy? Only by your kindness. And Balabhadra Bhattacharya, he was selected by the Lord because he had a peaceful mind. He was simple and he had a peaceful mind. And, and he went in the forest, through the forest, Jari Khan forest, with Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he allowed the Lord to be in the ecstasy of love of God. And he allowed the Lord to entice all the living entities to chant and dance the name of the Lord. The most ecstatic, unique kirtan in the history of the world, through the Jari Khan forest. The beasts, the birds, the beetles. <laughs> the lions, the elephants, all the living entities were, were in ecstasy experiencing the holy names of Lord Krishna. Balabhadra Bhattacharya carried the Lord's items and he collected uh, fruits and he pr- collected roots and he cr- collected vegetables and he cooked them for the Lord. And he simply assisted the Lord through the forest. He did nothing else. And the Lord made this statement. He said, I'm extremely happy by your kindness. And the Lord, when he was in the Jarakan forest, he thought that this forest was Vrindavan. And he thought that all the rivers were the Jamuna River. And he thought all the hills were Govardhan Hill. And so that's really the movement that Srila Prabhupada gave us, following in the footsteps of Balabhadra Bhattacharya, assisting the Lord in his love for the residents of Vrindavan. That's what we're really all about. And we do that through simply humbly serving the mission. And um, sometimes there's a need for uh, regulated material enjoyment in the, in the form of the Grihastha Ashram. This is generally needed. 
most uh, devotees will be in the Grihastha Ashram. And if we do it, actually, this Urmila uh, Mataji, this is kind of one of her missions. Her mission is to uh, have good devotee marriages and for those devotees to have lots of kids. <laughs> she says there's another way to make devotees, and that's through having children. So if we have this need in our heart, we don't even need to ask the Lord. We simply need to chant Hare Krishna. We simply need to call out to the Lord to remain engaged in His service. And the Lord knows our needs. So through patience, the Lord will send the perfect person to assist us in our Krishna consciousness, to have Krishna conscious children, and to, um, in this way, help to liberate them, and in the same way liberate ourselves through, through such wonderful preaching works. So there's unlimited examples of Krishna's kindness, um, but um, it's getting a little late, so I'd like to end here. Is there any comments or questions? Yes? Just had a comment. Because you were saying that like, you only need to come to the Lord to be engaged in his service. And it made me think of the past time with this had gone wrong. And he was like so poor, and I was like, well, if you go to Krishna, but like, he didn't want to ask Krishna for anything. But Krishna knowing. He, and they're getting all this awesome Yes, wonderful. I was thinking of Sudan Brahman too. Yeah. And uh, Dhruva Maharaj. Yeah. Dhruva Maharaj, after he saw the Lord, he says, I don't even want the kingdom anymore. <laughs> but the Lord gave him the kingdom anyway. <laughs> he gave him the kingdom for thousands of years. And then after that, he gave him his own planet. <laughs> I mean, imagine the kindness of Krishna. He reciprocates beyond what we could ever expect or imagine. We have a, a few minutes. Does anybody want to share one example in your life of Krishna's kindness? We have time for one. It's a very personal question. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a small, a small thing. Yes. Due to a great benefit of simple behavior in my teenage years, when I left, my good friends went off to be busy for a couple years. I had a challenge that left me in a physical situation where the doctor said I'd never have children again. I'd never. Lost this child so many times, but I just kept. 
like he wasn't walking yet, so I put him in one of those little jolly jumper things on his heels, you know, so he didn't crawl all over everybody. <coughs> and it was Bobby Tom Class and the speaker was Jerry Dagalanova. And some devotee had to go to the kitchen and they just took their cartels and rested them on the edge of Nadia's jolly jumper. And while we're all singing Jai Radhamadava, Nadia, not even two years old yet, picks these cartels up and starts playing perfectly in time with his head going like this, along with the speaker and everybody was laughing. <laughs> and then they all, afterwards they all said to me, well, we know why you prayed so hard for this child, because he must have been Never could do that at the time of the age. Is that during lecture Shri Prabhupada? What? Is that during one of Shri Prabhupada? No, I was in. Thank you. Krishna's mercy may not manifest the way we always think it's going to manifest. Like uh, Devaki, how many. Children and come to kill before Krishna was born. So we also can't see exactly what the Lord is doing all the time. But if we have faith in Krishna, we know that he has a plan. So that's another consideration of Krishna's kindness. We have some idea of what the kindness is. But in reality, Krishna knows. And so he does the, he does the most beneficial work. I think I told all my stories. <laughs> but maybe somebody else. It, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. If we're not, if we're not, uh, we don't, if we're not paying attention, we miss it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually his kindness is always upon us. Just the fact that we can chant his holy names. <laughs> yes, the So there was one time. This was like a small thing, but there was one time that. Uh, they had this festival in Atlanta called Honey Hunty, and um, they have Rafi Yatra on Rafi Yatra that weekend. And so I went to this, fe- we all went to this festival at the Virginia Christian House one year, and we rented this big bus. And at this festival, I was looking around, and I needed a new job bag, because I tend to keep one until it like, wears out and I need a new one. And so um, I was looking around. And I saw this really cool, like, java bag. Taking off all day, used to fly around, and I really liked it because I really love those CDs. But the Rob, the Rafiatra was leaving, so I put it down, and I went on Rafiatra, and I came back, and somebody had bought it. <laughs> Fast forward a couple weeks later, um, we're leaving a latch on the Sunday feast, and I'm getting in the van, and somebody came up and gave. Christian House, like a bunch of donations. And so one of our managers is going through this, like, oh, Lavonga, this is for you. Well, and it was the same job bag. <laughs> so instead of having to pay for it, I got it for free. The <laughs> <laughs> perfect example.
I have it in the house. Cool. Yeah, I did. I met with him. We talked for a while. That's cool. Good yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. That's how it is. Could you send the, um, I should ask you, yeah, he's he's okay. the, the years thing? <laughs> I mean, I just knew it wasn't going to be the years. I mean, I just thought he just yeah, needs a little bit of time yeah, to just kind of... Oh, I put it on the other Time works. Okay. Time always has all these. Are we still using the video or it doesn't work? So I have it in the house. I'll bring it back. Okay, great. Thank you. So or if you want to stop by, I'll come to you. Well, you're going out today. Why don't I come by after breakfast? Okay. Sounds good to me. Is there any, like, cash on it? Or is it a year? Oh, Vimeo? Go to my approval. Yeah. We have a Vimeo subscription. We do. So we're kind of just wasting it, basically. At this point, we can't really use it because our Wi-Fi isn't good enough for the Mevo. So, uh... Yeah, we can't really use it. Can we what? Cancel a subscription. At this point, we've already paid in full for the New Year's. For the for the New Year, we shouldn't resubscribe if we're not going to use it. Yeah, I agree. You should cancel your subscription, not resubscribe. I think I will take it for granted that you're still going. Yeah, they just took it out last time, and that was like right before the. It's only been taken out once, right? Well, we paid originally thousand dollars, and they, I think it was nine something. Yeah. And then it just—it said we're going to re-up, and then I asked, and they said, "Yeah, it's great. We got to keep it." And then they took it out of the bag. So. How long ago was it? Um, it's been a while, maybe five months. So. Well, I, mean, I remember that Joy was all for it. She wanted us to keep going with that, but I told her the dilemma with our Wi-Fi here, and she's like, get a whole new system. That's what she told me. That's what I have in my store, because my Wi-Fi, one Wi-Fi is designated simply for my surveillance system, and then I have a separate Wi-Fi, and that's the last thing she told me about that, so she said she'd pay for it. <laughs> so I don't know what you want to do, but if you, I mean, Mevo's is nice. It's nice when we're able to stream the videos and we have no issues. It really is. It takes our broadcasting to the next level. But, you know, when is the next payment due? At least six, seven months. Yeah. From now? It was kind of recent, so. I haven't bought an extender right here. I don't even know what happened to it. Well, I think it's a fire somewhere. I think it's around. I remember someone saying they were yeah. trying to, because we couldn't get the. That extender didn't work either? Well, we have to, actually, you have to set the extender, and we haven't done that. It's not just plug and play. I read about no, it. I, I set it up. It was. It Did was, you set it yeah, up? Yeah, it was working. Mm. Yeah, I tested it out. Okay. I didn't check. I didn't test it out. I mean, we could try. We can try the Mevo. We can bring it out and see how to see if it works. I don't know where that little device is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Derek had said something about it. I couldn't remember. He had seen it or moved it. It was just there recently. Oh. I haven't seen it in a long time. It was there recently about. Somebody took it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have such a nice camera, we might as well use it.
little sweet, but it's just like it's a very Wi-Fi. I mean, if we if we had the extender and we also turn unplug that, you know what would occur? That would be like two different. Well, actually, I guess it picks up. I don't know where it picks up. Also, what would really work too? They have this piece that it's called the Evo Plus. It's just like this battery pack that lasts ten hours, but it also has an Ethernet um, Ethernet plug. So you can literally connect it directly via Ethernet. And that would give us a steady stream. Well, that's a different camera? It's the same thing. It's just an extender for the Mebo. It's like, it's really long, but it, what it does is it, it extends the battery for 10 hours. And then on top of it, it has Ethernet plugs and all kinds of different plugs. So we can literally plug directly into it. You have to, you have to run a wire? We have to run a wire from... The router's there, we'd have to literally run a wire. Mm. We'd have to run a wire every time we... But, I mean, we'd get steady. If we did that, we'd get some really good broadcasts. That's I wonder if that way. little extender had an Ethernet connection. Like a plug-in Ethernet connection. Maybe let's try the extender first. What do you mean, like, from the extender to the needle? Yeah, the one, that, the one that I got for the wall. Mm. Let's try that first. Yeah, we can try you can try it out. Just let me know when you have it, and I'll bring the needle by. Okay. And we'll test it out. So we'll have to do it when you get back, I guess. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna send you that poster, New Year's poster. Yeah. Did she mention anything to you about that? Not yet. Okay. Do you usually do something with a poster? For graphic design or posting? No. She already made the poster. Okay. What she wants, she wants to put it up. Send it to you. I don't know why she wanted me to send it. To you. Oh, maybe to put it up on the website or something. Okay. I'll see. I'll share it. Okay. All right. See you then. Okay. Vadicha Madhyan Manasura Sena.